What's up, y'all? Social introvert back again with another episode. Um, I know I didn't upload last week. I was going through my podcast and saw that there was an episode that was sitting as a draft. And um, I thought it was uploaded several years ago, and it never was. So this whole time I thought that it was in sequence, season six, episode one, two, three, four. Um, It wasn't. It was season six, episode one, and then season six, episode three. But um, I'm glad to see that y'all listened to it. I think that podcast episode got like 17 plays. So congratulations to y'all for tuning in and listening. And I hope that you all were able to purge some negative energy and just relax, you know, get your mind right, all of that. Uh, so as always, I want to thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. The Social Introvert is going back uh, to recording now. Um, lots been going on over the summer, especially with my son being out of school. So him being home with me uh, all day is different because it's something you try to prepare for, but you can't really prepare for because your kids, you know, are all unique and different. And their needs are different, too, when they're at home all day. Um, Kids seem to think that money grows on trees. Things that you can just, you know, go to uh, amusement parks every single day, eat out every day, um, gaming arcades every day, buy everything on Roblox, buy everything on Amazon, (laughs) and it'll all be okay. Um, And that's certainly not the case for 99.9% of the people on the planet. But um, I do what I can, and he's happy. So, um, yeah, I'm just uh, was having a conversation with one of my friends about mental health and life in general and being burnt out. And um, I thought that uh, why not do a podcast episode while I'm in the middle of a, um, I guess, burnout. Um, so that way, when I listen to it... Um, few weeks from now, a few months from now, um, I'll see how far I've came and what I sound like and what I'm doing at that particular time. And uh, me personally, I typically don't listen to any of my episodes after I do them. Um, I can probably count on one hand how many episodes I've listened to outside of the music uh, compositions I put out. I can count probably on one hand, maybe on one finger. on the podcast that I've done, how many I've played back, sat back and listened to and critiqued or whatever. But um, me personally, I, I'm i hard on myself and I don't like, um, first of all, I don't need to critique my own podcast, right? I'm not competing against anybody. I'm not doing this for a grade. Um, I'm just doing this uh, to help myself and others. And um, even though... I'm not competing against anybody and there's no need to critique um, me, me being hard on myself. I would listen back and critique my episodes anyway, <laughs> just for whatever reason. And I think that's kind of dumb, but I think I'll listen to this episode. Um, so, yeah, uh, this episode will be on navigating through a burnout. Um, hmm, where do I start? Um, I don't even know where to start. I will start by saying. I'm in a burnout phase. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Um, and what that really means is just being 
uh, tired um, of pretty much everything. In a burnout phase, you're tired of the same old, same old thing. But you're also, at some points, tired of unpredictability too you're just (laughs) you're just overall tired with how I guess life is going and um I guess being in your head too much um I need to go back to meditating a lot more um because that that has helped uh, quite a bit when I was doing it and I know it's beneficial and I haven't been doing it but (sighs) it's been a lot of video game playing YouTube watching um, and stock market stuff here and there, credit repair stuff here and there, um, deadlines coming up, uh, situations going on with school, um, raising, uh, a child going to the second grade, being married, bills, um, a lot of shit, basically, um, And I guess it all just kind of caught up to me all at the same time. Uh, I guess starting really sometime in June. Because at first, when you're going through a burnout phase, you don't realize it. But you slowly start to digress from things that you enjoy doing. um, And focus on just one or two things that you really enjoy doing. And kind of forsake everything else. And for me, that's been like exercising, uh, riding bikes on the trail, um, going out to arcades, going to hookah lounges, um, just being out in nature. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of things. Um, and for me, I kind of narrowed all of those things down to playing drums. Cause I recently got a drum set, um, and playing call of duty on my phone. And um, those kind of, I guess, took over in a sense to where I just uh, didn't really feel like, like I've done my credit repair stuff, like that stuff kind of takes time. But like as far as like um, being on top of it, like I was when I was excited about things, um, it's not even a comparison. But I, like I said, I, I have put in the work in the past, so that stuff is still paying off right now as far as things getting removed and, you know, cleaning up my credit report to get access to lines of credit. Um, and also watching the stock market. I've had some wins and losses in there. Um, there's been some accidental plays that I got into on accident. Um, there, there's been quite a bit of things going on um, to just, I guess, feeling burnt out. And um, navigating through it, funny enough, is easy, right? But when I say easy, that just prolongs the burnout phase, right? So if your burnout phase is easy, that means that um, you're not trying to get out of the burnout phase, right? If your burnout phase is easy, then your burnout phase is prolonged indefinitely, until you, I guess, snap out of whatever, you know, it is that's going on. And um, I can't say one thing that I can say probably affected uh, me more than I gave credence to is when I cut my finger open. Um, I was chopping up some watermelon sometime in June and um, wasn't paying attention and sliced my middle finger open. Like not, not a cut, like chopped my middle finger wide open. 
to where you can see the red meat, white meat, <laughs> every color meat in your finger that you can see. Um, and I just barely missed a tendon. Um, and I cut my finger open and I couldn't utilize it um, the way I wanted to for the better part of maybe three weeks. And um, had to get it stitched up and everything and then go back and get them taken out. Um, but I also cut open the back of my hand as well. So not only could I not flex my fingers, but I couldn't really grip either because the back of my hand was cut open as well. Um, and then not too many days later, uh, dealing with the new drum set I got, um, the, um, the end of the bass drum has a metal spike on it, uh, to stabilize itself on the ground. And I was picking it up and I must have flipped it over and it landed right on, I believe, my middle toe. Either my middle toe or the one right next to it, uh, in between that and my big toe. And that was cut open. It wasn't cut open as bad as my hand, but it was still cut open where it was bleeding. And any type of abrasive, anything that touched it, um, irritated my foot. So I couldn't, I didn't really want to wear socks couldn't really walk around and being that I couldn't use my left hand. Um, I just felt like a piece of shit and then I couldn't do anything. And I guess that took a toll on me more than I let on, like I said earlier. And from there, it kind of just spiraled down. Um, yeah, it kind of just spiraled down from there and, um, just trying to navigate my own mind to, to figure out a way to get beyond this rut because it's it's easier said than done to just say go, just go do the stuff you enjoy doing um but the enthusiasm and things are not there um enthusiasm's not there the care is not there as much as you say you love your your family and friends like the the love is there but the enthusiasm isn't there it's like a it's like a spark or something that's just out. It's like trying to start a car with no gas in it. And um it's been it's been rough uh trying to navigate through that and I finally realized it a few weeks ago um having a conversation with my wife and uh it's a it was tough on her. Um obviously it'd be tough on I would believe that it's tough on my son, but um, I, I guess from all the years <laughs> that I've been raising him, um, I, I guess there's enough built up love there to where uh, he doesn't notice or care. He's still happy, still wants to be all over me and wants me to see all of his memes and Legos and play with him and everything else like that. Because uh, honestly, I think with anybody, when you're irritated and burnt out, you know, you're short stern stoic cynical and um you know people don't want to be around that but uh my son you know kids for the most part as long as you treat them right they have an unconditional love for you they're they're the only people um in the world who who truly have unconditional love um for you a child uh no matter what you do they'll always be by your side um, sure with like a family member, you could screw a family member over. They may not talk to you or want to speak to you again, a wife or a husband, you can screw over a best friend, you can screw over, but your kids, even if you screwed them over, if you 
put in all the legwork in their early development years, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that from this point forward, uh, no matter what I do, uh, my son will still be like a daddy's boy and, um, you know, rock with me regardless of whatever phase I'm going through. So that's, uh, one of the main things that I can appreciate. Um, but again, trying to navigate through this, it it takes, uh, extraordinary things to happen. Um, I'll say for me at some point, um, like for instance, um, it's hard sometimes to just get up out of bed to do anything. Um, it's it's really hard <laughs> not now but i'm saying as i was navigating through it and i'm still i'm navigating like i can see the light at the end of the tunnel right now but when i couldn't i it would be it would be hard to just think about the task that you got to do the next day and it might not be that much but for you to have to do something that you don't want to do every day we have to do something we don't want to do but to have to do it when you don't want to do it and there's no way around it. Um, it makes you really rethink things, <laughs> rethink things, I should say. And um, like I said, now that I can actually see the light at the end of the tunnel, um, I guess that's why uh, better and better things uh, start to happen to kind of pull you up out of that hole. Um, like for me, I was playing drums this earlier today before I hopped on this podcast. And um, it just felt good to play drums. Like, drums and video games are my, the two loves of my life, if you want to call it that. Drums and video games. And I've always been great at both. And I was playing uh, my drums, and it felt good to just kind of, like, shed and let loose and and not to overthink, to just, like, I guess, release some energy. Um... And then also playing video games earlier, I I recently bought a new controller to test out. um, It's kind of like a handheld device where you can hold it in your hand and play at the same time. And that's been pretty fun. Um, So those those two things kind of gave me a bit of energy today. I I actually got up today, Monday, rode my bike for a mile um, because that's something that I was doing for a while. I would implement in the morning. I would get up and I would ride a mile through my neighborhood and then come back home. And then later on, if I wanted to, I would go, um, well, actually I started doing it afterwards before I started doing the mile in my neighborhood in the morning, I would go to the trail and ride my bike for six miles. But then I kind of got away from it because I felt like I wasn't really getting any good cardio. I would turn up my resistance to the max and I would go, uh, different elevations on this trail. And I would literally do about 5.8, 5.9 miles. And I I didn't feel like I got a good cardio session in. I felt like I just took a journey throughout nature. But me, I need to realize that um, I I shouldn't have been focused on the cardio in the first place, right? Because you don't you don't enjoy cardio, right? I don't enjoy cardio. I enjoy nature, right? Um, but I do like improving the quality of my body. So while I don't like cardio, I do like nature. Even if I'm seeing the same thing, I still enjoy being out in nature. And um, also, I know that my legs were getting a good workout in. And uh, those are the two things that I should have focused on, was the, the good nature trail that I was on and the good 
leg work that I was getting in. Um, and I should have focused on those two things instead of the, I feel like I'm not getting cardio because that gave me an excuse and a reason to stop doing something that is beneficial for me. And, um, man, if I could have just focused on the, the bike, the, the leg work and the, the nature, you would think that's two out of three, you know, that should outweigh, you know, the, I guess the stress of riding a bike and doing cardio. Right. But being that I felt like I wasn't getting any cardio that took away from the experience of nature that took away from the the good leg exercises I was getting. And um, man, I'm tired, y'all. <laughs> I got up pretty early and did a lot of things today, but I might I might just be tired really from that drum session because that takes a lot out of you. <laughs> but um, yeah. Nature and leg work. So I'm slowly working my way back into that um, to get back out to the trail and do it. I feel much better if I walk the trail versus um, or run the trail versus riding a bike. And um, I think me and my wife and son. Yeah, we did three miles on the trail about two weeks ago. and My son was super excited for that. Um, so we'll probably be doing that later on this evening, but back to the burnout part. Um, besides the drum workout and the bike thing this morning, another thing that kind of got me excited for the day was I got into a position in the stock market, uh, United Steel, um, ticker symbol is X in the stock market. I charted that out about two or three weeks ago and, um, it was, I think I, I'm going to tell you all exactly what happened. So about a, a couple of weeks ago, I set an entry order or an alert for 23.12 on the stock because the stock doesn't really move that much. So I set a limit order for 23.12 and then um, I waited for it to come down to 23.12 to get in, but I did not get in, right? I just, I thought I was like, okay, maybe it'll go a little bit lower. So then it dropped down to like 2270. And I'm like, okay, it's probably about to go to my level underneath that. I didn't get in. And then over the next, I guess, week, week and a half, it went up to like $25 and some change. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to wait for it to come back down, you know, before I enter it again, because it's going to come back to my levels. So it comes back down last Friday and it's below my original entry point. So I said, you know what? This move's kind of slow. I'm going to buy an option contract. I'm going to buy a call option, which means if you think the stock is going to go up, you'll buy a call. I bought one about 40 cents out of the money. So the stock was at about $22.40, $22.50, and I bought a $23 call. I thought the stock was going to rise at $23. Um, so I bought in the contract for about $0.48. Cent, and this morning, I woke up to check the market, and everything was pretty much red. I was just like, okay, another day. You know, hopefully, you know, my stock, you know, is doing at least at break even or going green. And I got two weeks on the contract. So I'm like, okay, cool. I bought the contract. And this morning I woke up, looked at my stock. Let's let's see what they're doing. My stock was up 27% this morning, right? On some news that they rejected an offer to buy shares at a cheaper price. Um, so it went from $22.72, I think is what it closed at, and it was up around $28 and some change this morning. So 
That meant that the value of my contract went up from 48 cent. I sold it this morning for $5.69, which translates to $569. So I spent $48 and made $569, which ended out, I think uh, I sold it at 1,062%. So that was a play that I had charted out a while ago. I waited for it, entered in, and some good news happened to come out while I was in it. And it was a great play. And I made a 1,062% gain or a 1,062% gain this morning. I sold immediately at open um, because I didn't want like the premiums to go down or whatever. But now I, now that I think about it, the premiums move pretty slow. So I should have stayed in. But I know it went as high as seven dollars and I or seven hundred dollars and I saw that five sixty nine, which is still good. Um, cause you want to get out at a respectable percentage and anytime I'm up over a thousand percent, I'm taking profit. Especially on a blow up like that, not expected, taking it immediately. Um also um it made me happy because I did it on my own. Like I didn't go to nobody for a call out. Um this is something that I charted and been waiting on. And what's even crazier is I had a Fibonacci retracement set on the scale. Um, let me see. I don't know how long ago I did the Fibonacci retracement, but it just so happens that also while it jumps up 27%, the Fibonacci retracement I did had to have been like a year and some change ago, maybe even longer. And um, maybe not a year, maybe less than a year, but it just so happens that the Fibonacci retracement where it stopped at was at the 100% on the Fibonacci retracement indicator. So I thought that was that was pretty cool too. So um, along with seeing stuff, you know, coming off my credit report from the stuff I did a few months ago, that was good as well. Um, but all in all, burnouts suck. All right, they suck. Um, they're kind of boring. You don't want to be around people. You don't want to talk to nobody. Um, you don't have any motivation to do anything, but the best way I would think this is going to sound like some sucky advice, but you kind of, you kind of have, (laughs) you kind of have to sit in it for a while and realize that nobody's going to help you, right? You can, you can ask for help. Sure. But most of a burnout is mental. It's not materialistic things. It's not stuff you see in front of you. Um, it's not, um, I guess, social media likes and shares. It's not business going good. It's, it's, most of it is mental. And it's a mental battle that you have to win before you can even think about seeing the light at the end of a tunnel. Right? You have to see the light at the end of the t- tunnel mentally first. Right. You you can't. It's not something that you can, you know, just create. You have to envision the light at the end of the tunnel before you can actually see the light at the end of the t- tunnel in in this reality. I hope that makes sense. Mentally, you have to see yourself coming out of the burn. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Mentally, you have to. It would be in hindsight, it would be great to see a burnout coming. Right. Most times you don't, but it would be great to see a burnout coming. Um, But besides that, in your burnout, you have to realize that you're in a burnout. When you're burnt out, you have to realize that 
you are in a burnout. When you realize that you're in a built in a burnout, then you start thinking of, you know, how did I get here? You start thinking, how did I get here? What happened? And you start trying to retrace. And to be honest with you, that that takes a lot more time to go through, too. When you realize you're in a burnout, the first thing we do is look backwards instead of trying to figure out, you know, the things that we need to do to to get out of that burnout. My advice would be you, you if you want to, you can look back after you're you're clear and far away out of a burnout before you start trying to look back to see what happened to put you in a burnout. You should get you should look for the exit. You should look for that light at the end of the tunnel first. And focus on things that you need to do to get out of the burnout. Because I'm telling y'all, burnouts suck. <laughs> they're they're not good things. They're not fun. And and on top of that, it's ultimate comfortability, which is also not fun. <laughs> Ultra comfortability is not fun because you are not growing. You are not growing. I, I never want to be in a place of ultimate comfort where, you know, I can't grow anymore. Because if you're not growing, there, there's no in-between. There's no middle ground. If you're not growing, you're dying. Right? You're, de- you're deteriorating. You're not, you're not moving forward if you're stuck. So, again, my advice is to identify the burnout when you when you can't figure out what's going on right once you identify that you're in a burnout start looking for the light at the end of the tunnel start looking for the things that you put effort into to return to you um great interest ROI like if you if you play drums and you're burnt out Play drums expecting something to happen. Like, play drums expecting to learn a new feel you haven't done before. Play drums expecting to do things on drums you've never done before. Right? If you're if you're on your job, go to work expecting your shift to go by extremely fast and people to be, you know, extremely nice to you. Um, go to work expecting not to get, not to run into traffic. Right? Um... That that's my best advice to you. Whatever you enjoy, l- expect great things to happen from the things that you enjoy. Because, like I said earlier, when you go through a burnout, you're gonna cut down on the things that you enjoy, and you're gonna minimize all of all of maybe but two things that you really enjoy. Right? Like I said, I used to go on a trail. I used to go out in nature, go to arcades and stuff like that. And it narrowed down to staying at home, playing a game on my phone and playing drums every now and again. At one point, I didn't even feel like playing drums, but I narrowed those things down and I didn't do it on purpose. The burnout forces you to get rid of fun things that you enjoy that you don't put much effort into. Right. So I put a lot of effort into music. I put a lot of effort into video games. I didn't put a whole lot of effort into exercising, but I enjoyed it. So the things that I really, really enjoyed doing video games and drumming, those things um, 
I don't want to say overimposed. I would say, hmm, they kind of magnetized me. I guess if if that makes sense, it, it just drew me stronger, right? Because I'm burnt out. I only want to do what I want to do. So those things kind of like attracted me like a magnet. And it's just like, okay, I'm gonna play video games a lot more than what I've been doing before. I'm gonna play drums a lot more than what I've been doing before. I'm gonna stop exercising as much as I've been doing. I'm gonna stop eating healthy as much as I've been doing. I'm gonna stop going out as much as I've been doing, right? It's like those things kind of just lured me in and it had a hold on me. And um, it's, again, it's, <laughs> I'm trying to tell y'all, it's not fun. So just just really try to find greatness inside of those things. Cause even for me playing drums and playing video games, I still was burned out. Those are just things I enjoyed doing, but it was dull fun, right? It wasn't fun fun. It was dull fun. It was just like, okay, this is something I enjoyed doing. I need to keep myself entertained. Um, so let me play video games or let me just play drums for a little while so I can say I played today and got some exercise in. But like I said, today, um, I, I got a new controller thing, so that brought a little bit of excitement. Um, I was doing drum fills that I've never done before, and I was practicing today, and it just felt good to play drums, and I really wanted to bask in that moment, and it helped. Um, along with the stock market thing, I have to teach myself patience, so I bought you know, contracts further out than normal, um, so I could just let the money grow versus trying to make a quick buck. And that paid off this morning, too. Um, I enjoyed riding my bike this morning because I was out in nature and we got nice homes in this neighborhood to include mine. And I just like riding around, you know, nice places for motivation. So a lot of good things happened for me today to bring me closer to that end of the tunnel. Um, But for real, guys, if y'all if y'all can do anything, just just expect great things to happen from the things that you enjoy. If you enjoy doing things and it's monotonous, just just expect something different. Just expect something different. And um, I personally believe that that will help pull you out of a rut. Now, I'm not saying to go over the top to try and make something, you know, different happen. I mean, if that's your personality to do that. But I'm just saying just to expect something different from what you're already doing. Um which may mean putting in a little bit more effort, um, trying something unconventional, um, something orthodox, you know, just just try something different and, and see if that works. And oh, almost forgot. I've been drawing lately, too. Um, I'm a theme person. I'm a nature person. So I've been drawing a lot of sunsets lately. And that's also been therapeutic for me as well. It feels good. Uh, me and my wife did a, a DIY paint night uh, about a week ago, and that was fun as well. So um, I'm an artist. I'm not just a musician. So I'm an artist. I love art. Like I compose, I draw, I write, I play. <laughs> so um, I create. Um, but yeah, guys, um, shout out to my bro, Tony, um, for giving me the inspiration to do this episode um yeah i had i had to get this out i hadn't made a podcast in about two weeks or so so now was the time 
now or never. And when I feel an inkling to go ahead and do a podcast, I normally just try and go ahead and knock it out so I can get it done. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this podcast and listening in. Um, Do not um, forget the things that I mentioned in this video or this podcast um, and share this with your friends or family because I'm 31 and I feel like I'm 49 right now the way <laughs> I, f- I feel like I've aged 30 years by the by the burnout and I don't feel like I really aged 30 years I just I just feel like you know I don't have anything to do <laughs> I just felt like um I, I felt like a 60 year old man who don't have nothing to live for and I'm not saying like in a suicidal way. I'm just saying like there's people who are, you know, much older than I am and they regret, you know, all the opportunities they missed out on or didn't capitalize on. And yeah, for me, I, I was sitting there. I just felt like I couldn't do anything like my body didn't work or um, it just felt like the opportunities that I had, I squandered and didn't take full advantage of. So just, um, wow, it's raining. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't know it was raining. It just randomly started raining and it was burning up hot earlier today. But anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is your host, Social Introvert. Again, you can uh, check out my link tree, which is www.linktree.com forward slash uh, social introvert. Um, let me make sure I'm saying it the right way. Cause I don't, I don't want to lead y'all. Sorry about that guys. I went to go check on the website to make sure it was the right link. Um, so yes, it's www.linktree.com forward slash underscore social introvert. And you'll find my five books there. You'll find get rid of yourself. You'll find design your life. Um, or I'm sorry, hack yourself, design your life or accept your fate. You'll also find 30, 30, (laughs) I couldn't get that out. 30 powerful affirmations for entrepreneurs. You'll also find 77 interesting facts about Lemuria, the lost continent. You will also find my book chat GPT for, well, survival guide for content creators and businesses, a chat GPT book that I also have. So you guys should go check that out. I couldn't, I'm going I'm to tell you all the right name. It's called Why You Need Chat GPT <laughs> for Entrepreneurs, Content Creators, and more. Um, you will also find my podcast, my memory songs. There's a Cash App donation on my link tree as well if any of you all want to donate. Um, you'll also find a parenting alchemy blog and podcast that I was on, along with my stock options course and clubhouse link. Um, but until next time, you all just listen to this, share it with your family and friends and try to enjoy the things now so that you won't ever have to go through a burnout. Peace.